0: When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. Manning back, step up, teams one down the middle of the field, into the end zone, and Mix makes the
1: catch for the touchdown! He went up with the big hands and caught it on the Hail Mary!
0: And the final play of
1: the half! When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the
2: free Odyssey app.
1: sure you're aware of that, but I told you anyway. In the back of an El Camino. I heard the new Blink-182 album is apparently really good. I don't know. I, I, I was never a huge Blink-182 fan. My sister was. And then she's the typical, you know, too cool for school. So it was like the minute they became popular, she was like, oh, now I don't like them, you know. What's my age again? Where's this? What's this crap? T- I want Dude Ranch. She's an early Blink-182 fan. But there's actually music news that's crazy. It's not really crazy because we've seen it before, but apparently, and this is right up my alley, and I don't, I don't care, I'm going to talk about it when stuff like this happens, I'm going to talk about it, but apparently, no, I think it's November 2nd, the, Be- the Beatles, that's right, hear me loud and hear me good, you Beatle fans out there who ride with me on a nightly basis. Uh, the Beatles are releasing a brand new song. For the first time ever. Well, I shouldn't say that. That makes no sense. There's a new song coming out called Now and Then. It's going to be out November 2nd. And apparently it's a, the one last recording they found of John's by like some demo that he had Now and Then, and they've done all this new stuff with it, and they, you know... Ringo's put some drums on it. Paul's put some bass on it and some background vocals, I guess. But this is being called by Paul McCartney himself the last Beatles song ever. Now and then. It's going to be released on November 2nd. So, listen, whenever you get something literally from the grave, like this is, you know, the la- a new Beatles song? A new Beatles song? Because they came out when they released the... Um, the anthology albums back in like '94, I think. 90, anthology one was '94, then '95, '96. I think they released it every year, whatever. There was three of them, and the first two had the had new songs. One was "Free as a Bird," and then the other one was "Real Love" or something like that. And it was like these new songs. They were John recordings that they did all this stuff to. But now the technology is even better. Now I think they're using bits of AI. To clear his voice or whatever, or help bol- bolster the voice of a, probably an old, crappy recording off a, a tape that, you know, Yoko found in some, you know, back closet somewhere. But it's a new Beatles song. Can't beat that. Can't beat a new Beatles song. 877 337 66 66. I spend a little bit more time on these Giants and Jet phone calls as we get you for this game. Get you ready for Giants-Jets. It means something. And it means something to the fans, too. I'm surprised. I I just want to win as a Giant fan and help save my season. I'm not really looking to beat the Jets and have uh, bragging rights, but a lot of you are. And there's the one guy on Twitter who, I mean, look, I appreciate this guy, Al. I believe his name is Al. Al BK57, Al. I appreciate you, man. A lot of the times you, you you reach out to me, you say nice things. I'm not trying to upset you, okay? And I'm not trying to disrespect Zach Wilson. It's it's my job to give opinions. I know that's kind of like, you know, been a conversation of, as of late. But I deem it to be my job to give opinions. I, In my opinion, Zach Wilson is not a very good quarterback. And sometimes when challenged, I'll scream Zach Wilson sucks. All right? It's not, I don't know. I don't, I don't have it written somewhere in my house or or you know it's not on the inside of my sneaker Zach Wilson sucks I don't doodle it on my new on my little handy dandy uh marble notebook sometimes when challenged I'll yell Zach Wilson sucks but because I'm arguing with someone I don't think very much of Zach Wilson as a quarterback I don't think he's very good I don't think he'll win I don't think he'll win games he's just good enough to not lose games with this excellent roster and excellent defense the Jets have that's what I think. I think if you turn the ball over four times, Zach Wilson might be good enough to win you a game. I think there's a lot of quarterbacks can do that, and the the Giants are throwing a backup quarterback in Tyrod Taylor, and I believe the Giants have the better quarterback in the game. That's what I believe. I'm not trying to be a jerk. I'm not trying to make it. This isn't some personal vendetta I have against Zach Wilson. I like Zach Wilson coming out of a out of college. I had no problem with drafting Zach Wilson. I thought Zach Wilson would be better. Last year, all the talk was, you know, he was, he was you know, banging MILFs, and he was going to come and, and storm the league, and they start winning. I was against benching him a little bit. I was like, hey, they've been winning. It's one bad game. You know, Mike White, oh, we're going to try this again? But, like, let's just be fair. How many times? Like, he's, he's just not very good. He's not very good. He doesn't do anything that well. I, I mean, he, he had one really d- d- excellent drive. Other than that, all he's done is not cost them the game. I mean, you watch the Kansas City game. He had three or four back shoulder throws, led them down the field, had a nice, really nice drive where it looked like you. that's as good as you could have played. He, that was as good a drive as you could have had. Bravo. It's one. It's one drive. Mike in Vermont. What's up, Mike?
2: Hi. That, uh, uh, Zach Wilson's going to scored a 60-yard touchdown pass to Wilson in the opening drive, and the Jets will win 27-17. Jets are
1: going to win – what was that, Mike? 27-17. to 27-17, and, go- and the first drive is going to be a 60-yard touchdown, Wilson to Wilson. Yeah. That's, that's pretty impressive. How you doing, Mike? I don't talk – I haven't heard from you in a while. Obviously, I don't work yeah. with Craig anymore. used to call him yeah. all the time. What's going on? How you yeah. been?
2: Good. Good. Here's you- my prediction? My brother's a giant fan. My brother's right. a giant fan. I know. I'm a fan. And I I think they go I have it, uh, in the paper it says Zach Wilson the Boy Wonder.
1: Zach Wilson yeah. the Boy Wonder will be the cover of the newspaper on Monday morning.
2: And then at the end of the season, uh Went the last home game for the Jets making the playoffs, Guess it's going to be in the Batmobile
3: with uh, Zach Wilson. Uh, what's his name? Aaron Rodgers.
1: <laughs> Aaron Rodgers in the Batmobile, Mike. Don't ever change. Don't ever change. Jarvis in Harlem. What's up, Jarvis?
4: <laughs> Hello, what's up, Chris? How are you doing? What's up, buddy? How are you? Good, good, good. Yeah, I want to talk about the Jets and Giants. And, you know, I'm not... A- both Jets and of a Packer fan, but uh, you know, so you know, listen, all these Jets fans it was like, you know, yapping and you know, talking about like, you know, to talk about like, um, you know, all that chirping and you know, the you know, the last time these two two teams played in the regular season was back in 20, uh, 2011 when you know ninety nine yards when Victor Cruz won ninety nine yards for a return punt. Well, that's and, that's um, not the touchdown. last.
1: That's not the last time they played. They've played, two yeah. time, they've played two times yeah, I mean, since, and the Jets won both games. Yeah.
3: But I'm, my memory... Says that that no, no, listen,
1: that you're that right. Football. Well, listen, Jarvis, that's the last game that mattered. Yeah, uh, I yeah, mean, for the, t- for the, uh, I guess, eight years ago, uh, the Jets were having a nice season with Ryan Fitzpatrick, so that game mattered to the Jets, but ultimately it didn't go anywhere. It didn't lead to anything. And the only thing I remember, I was talking about this with Fliegelman yesterday, the only thing I remember from the game four years ago when they played is that Jamal Adams blew up um, uh, Saquon Barkley in the blitz protect, absolutely just ran him over, and then just took the ball out of Dan Jones' hands and ran in for a touchdown. It was, it was arguably one of the more just dominant. He literally just said, Saquon Barkley, get out of my way. Daniel Jones, give me the ball. I'm running it in for a touchdown. It was an absolute – it was an embarrassing play for a Giant fan. I remember feeling embarrassed. I remember feeling embarrassed, which led me to be wrong about not wanting to trade um, Jamal Adams, and I thought the Jets were making a huge mistake. Turned out to be an excellent trade, Joe Douglas. You were right. I was wrong. But I remember thinking – I don't know if I could trade someone who literally just runs over running backs who apparently have, you know, thighs of of the size of mountains and then literally just runs up to the quarterback, takes it out of his hands, just like, "Give me that." And then runs into the end zone. It was the one one of the more single-handedly impressive perf- uh plays I've ever seen out of one player on the football field. That's that's really the only thing I remember from that game. Other than losing. But payback! Although, really, the only game that's ever mattered, let's be fair, is the Victor Cruz game. Where one team ended an era with with um, Rex Ryan and the other team went and won their second Super Bowl. Brian and Flushing, what's up, Brian?
2: Hey,
3: Chris, what's up? Hey, what's up, Brian? Hey, not much, man. Can't sleep just start waiting yeah, for the game. Was, to I had start. A, I
1: had a, I'm I, you know, I don't know if you can tell. Um I'm not to play it up. I'm I'm a big boy, but I'm coughing a little bit. I got a little bit of a cold. I'll be all right. It's getting better every day, but for whatever reason this this morning, this afternoon, whenever I go home and try and sleep, I could not sleep to save my life. I was just rolling around in bed. It's the worst. There's nothing worse than knowing you have like a limited window to get in some good rest and you're just squandering it by rolling around. Doing absolutely nothing, like trying to fall asleep. It's the worst feeling. I hate it.
3: Well, well, you can always have lemon tea and some melatonin in you.
1: Well, that's true. I've had plenty of lemon tea. Here's the problem. I hate tea. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I hate it. I don't like the taste of it. The only, the only tea. I'm not kidding. The only tea I like is chamomile. I, it's the only tea I can drink. I don't like any other. Iced tea, obviously. I'll drink iced tea. I have some sweet tea. Y'all want some sweet tea? Um, but I can't drink hot tea. Like from a teabag or I just, I I don't know what it is. Like only chamomile, but enough about me. I mean, let's talk about the important things, Brian. Uh, How are you? You, I know you're not feeling rested. How are you ready for the game? Are you a giant fan? Are you a jet fan? What are you going to be doing for the game?
3: Well, I mean, I'm a jet fan. I'm going to be watching the game with my brother. Okay. There are a couple of things that I am worried about as a jet fan. Yes. And it's talking about the defense specifically. And it's, our inability to get off the field on third downs and also dealing with running quarterbacks, which Tyrod or Daniel Jones is going to be able to do on us, you know, if you don't fix that. Yeah. And we might not do a good job of it in the first half, but the second half, it was actually, you know, it seemed like we were trending in the right direction in terms of not giving up points, you know, shutting people down. And I feel like it's going to be the same script for this week, you know, where first half might not go our way in terms of, shutting the, the Giants down completely. But second half is where we come out and show out, you know, and I think we'll be able to have a good game this week.
1: Yeah, listen, I I, I, I think it's going to be a, a close game, and I think the – like if you told me one team just absolutely dominates the other team, I would tell you the Jets will dominate the Giants. I don't see the Giants dominating the Jets. I'd be very surprised if this is like a 21-3 game, and that's about as many points as I think the Giants could score. So that's dominating I just, I don't think, I don't see this game 21-3. I don't see this game, you know, 24-7. I just, I don't. From either team. But if you told me that's the final score, I would tell you the Jets had the 24. But I do think that their defense is the best unit on the field and that they should, there's no reason to think, I don't expect this giant team who hasn't scored points all year long to suddenly pop up and put up points against the Jets, particularly against this defensive front that gets after the quarterback, I still want to see more from this offensive line. It's been better. I also think Tyrod Taylor has something to do with that, but the offensive line's been better. And, you know, for me, a key guy in this game is is Waller, too. You talk about the inability uh, to stop running quarterbacks. That gets the linebackers, which the, line, the Jets linebacking core is fine. You know, uh, uh, Quincy Williams has been uh, excellent for them. But he's a little bit more of he's showing he gets after the pass rusher. I mean, he's he's capable in 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 and covering. But I, I think Waller just presents a, a little bit of a problem for the Jets uh, more than any other player on the field for the uh, other than you know Saquon. Uh, but I'd love to see Waller get you know continue to be a big factor in the passing game and especially in the red zone, which was for me always the minute he was traded for. That's what I had visions of. I had visions of touchdowns being thrown to Darren Waller. Like, that's, that's that's what I wanted. We finally got the first one last week. They need to build on that. Waller needs to be, his role needs to be expounded upon, and he especially in the red zone. But, yeah, I mean, listen, it's going to be a hard-fought game. I have no doubt. I think both of these teams play good defense. I think it's going to be a close game, and I think whoever makes the, whoever makes the play, either defensive or offensively, and I just right now I just trust the coach and quarterback combination, which I think are big in these games. I a little I lean more towards the Giants with it. John in Pearl River, what's up, John? Last time I was in Pearl Great. River. I went to a the obvious. I went to the um, St. Patrick's Day uh, of parade or whatever in Pearl River. Big St. Patty's Day. Oh, that's
4: think. the uh, that's the best day of the year. Yeah. Pearl
1: I'm sure it is. Yeah, I, I yeah, I went there uh, like.
4: If anyone listening uh, wants a good time, it's better than the city. It's smaller. Yeah. No. And, per- uh, Pearl River on St. Patty's
1: Day was a great time.
4: Yeah. It makes no, me. I, it,
1: it it. It makes me think about my issues at at the taco place with my young son yesterday, and then the difference in my life when I could just you know no, I, I agree, take a yeah, phone I call wanna, the night before and say, "Hey, we're going to Pearl River tomorrow. You want to come? Yeah. Why not?" What I know. A, what a different but world it is. Uh,
4: it's a lot different, trust me. Yeah, uh, life is much
1: life is much different. <laughs> life is much different I than me. But yeah, that was a that I was agree. a I had a great day in Pearl River.
4: No, it's uh we look forward to it every year. My daughter is born my daughter and son are born the day before the uh St. Patrick's Day so Oh, cool. a big party. Oh, now. nice in That's a different awesome. way. Yeah, yeah. In a different way. In a different way, of
1: course. In a different way. <laughs> so
4: uh, I look forward to it though now, especially more. But Good. I really appreciate you taking a call. Oh no, um, of course. First off, I want to give a shout out, Mike, your caller few you caller. I hope he's listening. That's actually my cousin. Uh okay. I heard him call and I'm like, that's small world. Uh I know he calls a lot, so if he's listening, hi Mikey. Uh cousin Mikey we him. What's on. up,
1: cousin Mikey? I have a cousin Mike. <laughs> this is...
4: I thought it was pretty funny. Uh so um Anyway, I'm going to the Jet game. First game I'm going to uh, uh, in, like, 10 years. Looking forward to it, going with some buddies. But obviously nervous. I'm going with all Giants fans because, you know, coming off their win last week, they're a little hype. But I do think the Jets' defense will uh, come through. Uh, It does make me nervous if it gets into one of those battles like they had with Washington last week, 14-7, that the Giants will win just because the Jets' offense at times looks Pathetic. I know Cook is upset. I know
1: there's a lot going on within the... Well, yeah, I mean, look, I, I Cook's probably not happy with his role. I understand that. But I, I think but a Brees lot of too.
4: that...
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of it is just the offense isn't functioning well with, with, with Wilson. I mean, if you... Yeah. Like, even though, like, to me, I was going to... I talked about this a little bit in my open. You knew, like, the talk was, well, once, once Brees Hall is healthy, he's going to be the clear number two. Is he going to be happy with that? It's one of those things about the super teams, you're going to have a bunch of disgruntled guys because you can only give the ball to so many people. And while obviously I guess that uh, that's what we're dealing with at the moment, I do think the major difference in that is that now he kind of came here to play with with Aaron Rodgers. And Aaron Rodgers' offense, while maybe, okay, you'd throw the ball more, but at the same time you'd have longer drives, you'd have more opportunities, you'd have, you know – different scenarios where Cook could be involved. You could scheme up different things. Like, right now, they don't have a lot of options with this offense, and Brees Hall is the far more effective runner. So it's just, like, I, I think that's led to this. But at the same time, here they are, and it would make sense to move them. I think, obviously, you know, as as long as Brees Hall's healthy, they don't need him. Now, of course, you'd like, you'd like to have the backup in case Brees Hall goes down, and unfortunately, I mean, knock on wood, and he has dealt with injury before, clearly. Uh, but at the same time, him and Lawson, you get you know draft capital back. I think that's probably the smart thing and probably what they'll do.
4: No, I agree. And uh, I just wanted the Jets have a good quarterback, even with Aaron Rodgers. I look forward to the season, but I know you know the it's just frustrating year after year knowing that they have a good team or a decent team, and uh, it's that one piece that uh, brings us down every year. But hopefully, Zach can lead us enough to uh, make it fun the rest of the year. That's all I'm looking forward to. Yeah,
1: no, listen, you got it, John. Thank you. Uh I think Jet fans should be hyped up. I know I'm I'm you know as a as someone looking at this game objectively, I'm concerned with a couple of things, but ultimately, this Jet team has done a remarkable job. Like if I could, you know, I if I if my throat and my voice was a little bit better, I would I I had like a kind of hype uh thing planned. But like you should be thrilled if you're a Jet fan. Like, heading into this game, like, the Jets are 3-3. and Aaron Rodgers was lost four snaps in. Your quarterback looked like he couldn't function against New England. You're dealing with injuries. You went and beat the Philadelphia Eagles without either of your two top cornerbacks. And with Zach Wilson being your quarterback who doesn't make plays, really. And now you've gotten through the gauntlet of, as uh, your coach likes to say, the gauntlet of quarterbacks, and he's not wrong. You embarrassed a lot of them, if not all of them, even in some of the games you lost. Like this defense is showing to be elite, especially in the big moment and getting turnovers. And the offense is at least getting you enough, and you know you have a home run hitter in Brees Hall. I think this would be a, a devastating loss for the Jets. I think this is an absolute buzzkill spot where if you lose to the Giants, like, this is a team you should beat. This is my only fear is the same thing, like just dealing with prosperity and the idea that the quarterback ultimately is going to play a larger role in some of these games eventually. You can't just skate through with your quarterback not making plays. Eventually it comes back to get you. So far, not terrible. Right? The Cowboy game, he didn't really play that poorly. The defense wasn't you know, ready yet. You come back, you win the Buffalo game. The Cowboy game, you put more on the defense, really their one loss of the year. The Patriot game is really where you look at Zach Wilson, where he was just absolutely dreadful, and that's when we were really all clamoring to get another quarterback in the building. Uh, the Chiefs game, he played relatively well. Probably even outplayed Patrick Mahomes, who had a bad game, despite bouncing out to that early lead, then the Jets' defense really clamped things up. And now the last two wins in a a row against the Broncos and Eagles, the Broncos, quarterback didn't have to make plays. Defense made plays. Against Philadelphia, quarterback didn't have to make plays. Defense got turnovers. Four. I mean, all you have to do, and it's the same game plan. It's the same game plan. But for some reason, I just have a feeling the Giants' defense is really – kind of turned it up here, and I don't think the quarterback turns the ball over. That's the thing. Like the Eagles Hurts, he's turned the ball over a lot this year, a lot more than last year already, and he's looking to make plays down the field and, and you know be aggressive and put up points as an offense, and sometimes that leads to turnovers and bad games, and the Jets baited him into some and had a bad game. I don't think Tyrod Taylor's game plan is to go out there and really make big-time plays. I think it's manage the game, keep it third and short, don't make the big mistake. All right, Hyatt's one-on-one. Take a chance. But ultimately, he is not going to really be all over the place. Throwing the, they're going to put the ball in Saquon Barkley's hands a lot. Like, I just don't. If the Jets can get three turnovers, they win this game by two touchdowns. Clearly. If they win the turnover battle, they absolutely win this game. I think the Giants could win the turnover battle and still not win the game. The Jets will win the game if they win the turnover battle. Without question I with that, so that you want to look at the stat that will be as telling a stat, and you've seen it the way they played. So it's not breaking, it's not breaking any news or coming up with anything really creative here. I wish I was more creative, but if you look at the end of the game, who won the turnover battle? Because if it's the Jets, they win the game easy. That I'll give you. If they if they turn the ball over, if the Giants turn the ball over three times, Jets are going to win this game by two touchdowns. Because they're not Buffalo, they're not Philadelphia. They're not the Chiefs. They can't afford to turn the ball over against anyone, even Zach Wilson. 877-337-6666. We can get into the baseball because, of course, there's another Juan Soto trade. John Heyman, damn you. But is Juan Soto available? What And should the Yankees do it? What they're doing at catcher and the Mets, too, as they're – being portrayed as in Otani, So we can get into a little baseball on this football Friday. We've got picks coming up. And obviously the biggest game of the year, Giants and Jets, Sunday, 1 o'clock. McBonagly with you on The Fan.
0: When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. I look
4: forward, as uh, as Bill Belichick said in, in his uh, address to the media, to our very, very long-term commitment on my part, and Bill and I will work in concert, and um, we look forward to trying to put a program in place that, uh, that can be successful. I think everyone that knows me knows that I've... Uh, that's my home, that's where my family is, that's where my... Uh, my life is unfolded, and I'm very, very happy to be back and and part of the organization with
1: the Jets. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan 101.9 FM, and always live on the Free Odyssey app. You know, I always get a kick out of Dear abby stuff. You know, I'm scrolling through Twitter. Uh, looking at different things, stories, things to talk about, whatever. And the New York Post does this Dear Abby thing, and some of them are just, Dear Abby, my boyfriend won't touch me after his dog died. That's terrible. That's what I just rolled in. Dear Abby, my boyfriend won't touch me after after his dog died. It seems sad. It seems like your boyfriend's upset about his dog dying. I don't know. I would I don't give it a minute. How long ago did he die? Seems I'm glad Abby has to deal with those questions because I have no answer for that. Eight seven seven three three seven sixty-six sixty-six. The Rangers get a victory in uh Edmonton quick. The backup uh center the obviously backup center who, you know. Was uh, once a great with the Kings and familiar playing Edmonton. Had a shutout. La with another goal. How about that? I talked about this heading into the season with him. Was that his fourth goal of the season already? Oh, the preseason
0: hit the panic button. People are going crazy right now. What happened?
1: He's very excited. Chris on the other side. Very excited about those Rangers. Off to a good start. Putting a couple wins back to back. And Lafonier, which, you know, listen, he's a number one overall pick. Uh, I don't think anyone's saying that he's, you know, suddenly found it, but at least he's gotten off to a good start because there was real concerns about him, you know, him and Capococco, a second overall pick. Neither of them really making the same jump. We've seen other top overall picks. And Lafonier was the, like, that was not just, hey, the the Rangers liked him. He was the clear cut. Whoever had the first pick was taking Lafonier. And he just hasn't amounted to what you had hoped uh, in his Ranger career. But there was some talk about him possibly, you know, being out of the top three lines and being a fourth line guy uh, at times this year. But it seems like he's off to a good start. Four goals already. What five or six games into the season? So that would be nice if he could actually amount, you know, really become a top goal scorer to go along with all the other goal scorers they have to go along with. You know, Panarin and Zabinajad and, and obviously Kreider. That'd be nice. Hopefully the Rangers go on a run while the Devils coach is calling them soft. It's early, but hey, one of these teams has to do well in this city, right? One of them has to. Basketball teams got off to a bad start for their first game. I just saw, obviously, the 76ers are an absolute mess, what's going on with, with Harden. But they lost to the Bucs in the Bucks' first game. Uh, Lillard and Giannis together Lillard scored 39 points they beat the Bucks uh they beat the 76ers 118 to 117 obviously James Harden wasn't with the team he wasn't allowed to travel with the team apparently at practice 2 days ago or whatever he finally showed up after being after not being with the team for 10 days obviously you know he, he's his desire to be traded to the Clippers he he goes out he calls Maury, uh the 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 team president a liar uh he's trying to work his way out uh, he's a, he's on an excused absence for like 10 to 12 days or however long it was. He finally shows up in the gym the other day for practice before the season's ready to get underway. They they kind of suggest, hey, why don't you stay back? Don't, don't travel to Milwaukee with us. Stay in the gym. Work with our guys. He ignores that, shows up to the airport, and their security says you can't get on the plane. I mean, it's just Unbelievable. This guy, everywhere he goes, it's just it never works out. It's always a problem. He always wants out. He's never happy. I mean, especially with Maury. I mean, it's the him and the relationship he's had forever with him. All of a sudden, he just wake up one day and he's uh, I believe he was in Ch- he was in China doing work for the NBA, and all of a sudden he's calling him a liar. I mean, I don't follow it on a daily basis their relationship, but I was under the impression up until that point that it was fairly good. He brings him back to Philadelphia to work with him, like. All of a sudden, it's just, he's a liar. I want out. I want L.A. And now he's not allowed on team planes. And now the N- the NBA is investigating the 76ers for not allowing him to play because there are new rules with, you know, guys have to play unless they're injured because and no load management they're, they're trying to clamp down on. So it's just, it's a crazy situation out in Philadelphia. I think Embiid should just want to get the hell out of there. No? Come on. Why don't you try the Knicks on for size? 877-337-6666. But we got a football game in this town, and Rocco wants to talk about it. Rocco in Saratoga, I heard you this morning, Rocco. Oh,
2: good, good. I heard, I heard you, you this like morning with, with Bo- the Boomer.
1: I heard you with hey. Boomer and Geo. Yeah, you
2: that's gave, me, you right. gave me a little pop. That's- you
1: gave me a shout-out, and you were talking about uh, how much you love Joe Namath. I felt like yeah. I I felt like I was in on the radio with you. That's
2: sweet. I'm glad I came through like that, C-Mac. You're sounding good tonight. You're sounding better.
1: I'm feeling a little... I'm, I'm, my throat's a little bit better. I don't know. I, I think I'm feeling a little bit worse, but my voice and throat is getting a little bit
2: better. Okay. Hey, a little Sleep bit more brutal, Dear so. Abby. Open every hour with a Dear Abby uh, story. Yeah. Okay? That's <laughs> not a bad idea. <laughs> hey, by the way, I was out last night with the ex. Uh, we went to 15 church. Your twelve dollars is now fifteen. Oh my god! Fifteen churches is where you went. That's exactly it's where I went. 15. fifteen Church.
1: Yep, it was. That's a cool, right. We had a great right. night. I, yeah, and I, the we, food is great. Yeah. Oh, oh we the had food a, is great. We had a great yeah. night. We hit up the we hit up like that casino right before me and my buddy. We were with my buddy and his wife, my wife and his wife, and we both got lucky yeah. at the that the the automated blackjack or whatever. And we paid for dinner. It was great. Right. It was awesome. Yeah, it was, at a, the, it was a great night that in Saratoga.
2: You know, right at the harness track. Yeah, at the, at the, at the, ca- the, at the, the casino they, they, they don't them. have
1: table games. They have yeah. like the computerized no, blackjack. They're jack. not yeah. allowed to. Right? Yes, I know.
2: It's got to be one armed bandits and all. They don't have a license to do table Correct. games. Correct. All right. I, yeah. I'm aware. Uh, you gotta I know. Got to go I down there. to Schenectady. You got to go down the Rivers Casino in yeah. Schenectady. They have the table games, and but you don't want to go to Schenectady. Nah, I don't want
1: to go I don't want to go to Schenectady. Eight, Why would I want eight, to do that? Saratoga is better, but eight, yes, eight, fifteen trash. C- M- yes,
2: I, I want I want a crunchy shell taco, crunchy yeah. <laughs> shell for me. Okay. I'll, next time <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm there. I'll make sure Tommy to get fan. you. Everyone's a dad. Yeah, I'm a We're big all, Tommy all, fan. Apparently, now. apparently, I'm all big, the
1: ladies at school are a big Tommy fan too. Apparently, uh, yeah, my wife,
2: Tommy fan. my wife went I'm today kidding.
1: and she was the surprise reader. Where I guess like once a week they'll have one of the parents show up and do a reading, and she was the surprise reader and. Apparently, all the girls were, you know, giving Tommy hugs hey, goodbye.
2: Hey, he's a ladies' man, just like his teeth, daddy. That's right. If without front teeth, he's a looker. <laughs> you know, <laughs> if you
1: can, you really do listen to the show, Rocco, I love you, buddy. Oh,
2: absolutely, um, absolutely. If, yeah,
1: if uh, if you can pull off the no front, the no two front teeth look. You are definitely a good-looking guy, no doubt about it.
2: Oh, you had me pissing last night. I couldn't stop laughing. Yeah. Hey, and listen to Marco. He could give you some good advice. Yeah. His advice kids. was just you know,
1: know remove the children from every situation you can. That was his that's advice. That's right. It's probably that's the not only bad way advice. To get by. Yeah. I mean, listen. I am. I am, the, I, I am the. I am the. I am the king of uh, Daddy. Why You still in the potty? I hide from them in the bathroom. That, and that's I, that's I the the forgot break, to do that today. Dude. I I blew it because the, the the beat. I was reading the article about the new Beatles song. That was my. Oh um, yeah, I
2: gotta hear that. I'm I'm looking forward. I want to hear that. Yeah. I remember when they did Free Bird. They free did as the a bird. bird song that was right. Free so as this a bird. Is similar. Yeah. Oh, free as a bird. Right. Free as a bird. So this is going to be something similar. I hope it's as good. I yeah, mean, I hope so, so too.
1: I, I listen just to cool. hear John's voice in a new song and a new Beatle track. I mean, come on.
2: Be cool. Yeah, awesome. I'm looking forward to it.
1: Yeah. All right, so what do you got I for go the game to the, today? What do you What do you do? Yeah, What are you doing? Uh, today what are you game, doing? Yeah, I mean, get, I guess you're inviting the ex over for the football game, right? It's uh, you guys. Do you guys? Why'd you ever get divorced?
2: Yeah. 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 No, we're going out tonight. We're going to go to uh, Bistro Fierro. I get five shrimp there for nine bucks. Nice. All right. Happy hour. Nice. That's where to go. They know me. Mention my name. Oh, if Everyone I'm ever in the, the
1: listen, if I ever go back, Steve. Steve Steve will take care of you. Steve <laughs> right, the I'm, up against, I'm up against Tell the break, no. Rocco. I will. Thank you very much. Steve, the manager. And next time, listen, I'm going to drop your name everywhere I go in Saratoga, Rocco. I'm sure they know it. You know Rocco. He's the guy with that big the, the biggest card collection on the East Coast. That's Rocco. All right, 343. We'll come back. We'll do picks with Marco on a football Friday, and then we'll get you ready. For your weekend and the morning show and the wrap-up show. Ah, wrap-up show. I'm not, I'm just, it's one of those days, guys. I really apologize. 877-337-6666. The warm-up show will come your way at 5. We got picks next. We'll go around the league a little bit. We'll get you ready for your NFL Weekend 8. And then take your phone calls on Giants and Jets this Sunday, 1 o'clock. Can the Giants actually win a football game against a decent team, can they score points, and can the Jets live with prosperity? Can they come off a, a bye week getting, patting themselves on the back and join a big win against Philadelphia and follow that up with a big-time performance to shut down the lousy giants. Let's see. I can't wait to find out and be done with this game. 877-337-6666. McMonagle here with you on the fan. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Our goal for next year, I got news for you. It won't change. And it'll never change. We're gonna chase that Super Bowl. We're gonna we're gonna chase it until we get it. And then we'll chase it after that again. But that's it. People want to criticize us. Then you go ahead, but you really got no right. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. All right, it's pick time, baby. Football Friday. And if you've come for the picks, you are a smart person because we are killing it. Marco, 24-11. and 11. Last week, you went 3-2. and two. I went 4 and 1. I am now 21 and 14. Fliegelman, unfortunately is just embarrassing us. He's 1 and 4 last week. He's now 14 and 20 and 1. 14 20 and 1. But still, I mean Marco, that's not bad. I'm 21 and 14 and still 3 games behind you.
0: That's uh, so uh, 24 and 11 yeah, so and I got you a, clipping at my heels. That's that's, that's, that's a nonsense.
1: Good. That's pretty good. Pretty 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 good. All it's right, well, let's let's try and get through it as quickly as possible because if I don't hear Abba uh, in the next ten minutes, I'm going to be very upset. I, I need to get to Abba. I'm I'm just dying to get to it. So please, let's go. All right. Four- Which, by the way, I hit that parlay again last week. The second time for this season already. We're in week eight, and twice I have hit the take a chance parlay of of three underdogs with Pittsburgh, New York, and Atlanta last week.
0: Well. I won't get in. We, we should have some sort of bonus. I mean, you hit it twice, you should get credit for that. So well, you should be – I get to just throw it in something. your face,
1: I suppose. I yeah. mean, that's not much. 24-11, I, I
0: didn't throw much in the face. That's a good point. Um, four, all right, four games plus the local. Four we'll do games that plus the local. Before we do the ABBA stuff. Sorry, right, so four games. I've been good this year, obviously. Haven't laid a lot of points. Little different spin this week. Huh? I'm going to start with the Cowboys laying the 6.5 against the Rams. I feel like as much as the Rams have played pretty well and all that – their defense for the Cowboys, going after Matthew Stafford, who is still a statue. I know he like gets the ball out quick. I could see Micah Parsons causing all kinds of havoc. I know the Cowboys didn't play all that well against the Chargers. They've had some issues. They're good against middling teams, and I feel like the Rams are in that category. And I do like the fact that the Cowboys, it's not a full touchdown. I feel like that that's an easy win for them, but I do think they win going away. Lay the 6.5 with the Cowboys against the Rams. Game two, Dolphins laying 9.5 against the Patriots. You got the Pats and the improbable, ridiculous win over the Bills, which I did not see coming because Buffalo I've been able to get right apparently all year. I had that game wrong last week. Miami coming off the loss, I feel like this is a game to flex their muscles a little bit, and everybody in that division loves to take it out on the Patriots. And as much as you want to say, well, Bill Belichick, and he'll keep it closer to – who the hell is going to run around and keep up with the Dolphins when they're playing against, again, a team that's not very good? A good team like the Eagles, you can see it with the Dolphins, not the Patriots, and they'll try to run that score up, lay the nine and a half. Chargers, laying an eight and a half against the Bears. The Chargers are funky. They're a weird team because when they're expected to, you know, maybe pull some damage like last week, uh, it didn't really work. This is kind of a good spot for them to get right. They're going to be in it this season. Whether or not they make the playoffs is a different category. This is a perfect opportunity for them to get a win, plus you're facing a Bears team that's feeling themselves way too much over a game against the Raiders who were all beat up and whatever. I mean, not taking anything away from Badgett, but I feel like let's calm down. you got to win for the first time in 75 years. Slow down a little bit. I do like the Chargers and Herbert to put up a lot of points. That'll be tough for the Bears to match on the other side, so I'm laying the 8.5. The last game that's non-local, It's only a point, so it goes against my theme, but I can't help it. The Saints uh, laying just a point on the road against the Colts. I feel like New Orleans has been so bad the last couple of weeks, and they're another team. Anybody in the South going to really run away with that division? No. They're all going to be bunched up. They're all going to be right on top of each other. It's going to be ugly as hell, and they're going to wind up winning it with nine or ten wins, whatever it is, and every team is going to be within a game of each other down the stretch. The Saints need to get right. They need to get back on the winning track. Good spot for a Colts team that, again, they're not bad. They put up a hell of a fight against the Browns last week, but let's not be nuts. Let's not think Gardner Minshew is going to all of a sudden reinvent things. I do like the Saints in this spot just to win the game, which is what you need laying a point. The local game, leave it for this. I think I'm a little crazy here. I think this is both teams in a slugfest, both teams trying to establish the run meeting a brick wall. This is almost going to be a replay against the, the Giants-Washington game. Both teams that struggle to right. score. Both teams predicated on their defense. I think Wink-Martin like you saw in the Washington game, he doesn't fear Zach Wilson, and he's going to try to throw every exotic blitz that he can to see if he can get him to make a mistake. A sack fumble a pick six, whatever it is, because he knows the offense is going to be offensively challenged, and he doesn't believe that Zach Wilson could beat him over the top. The Jets are going to be smart enough, which is what they've done with Zach Wilson, to try to run the ball, which is what everybody's done against the Giants, so weak Martindale will also have the idea of got to run blitz, got to run blitz. So this is just going to be a brick wall of garbage because the Giants offensively stink and the Jet defense is good. Mm -hmm. And they're going to do with the front four because the Giant offensive line, I don't expect Andrew Thomas to play. I expect Tyrod Taylor to still be out there. I don't know when we see Daniel Jones. I highly doubt it Sunday.
1: I don't so, know if it's going to be next week either. I, I don't.
0: I don't know if we see Dalen Jones. I, honestly, I'm,
1: I'm starting to get nervous.
0: That that neck injury is very similar to what we heard two years ago. It sounds exactly and as the much same. as they keep telling us. It's a different injury that yeah. makes it worse because you're just waiting to be cleared well, for contact, and we're now working on. Well, that's the who issue. Knows? That's
1: the issue. Every day, I'm good. I'm lifting. I feel great. No, I'm something's just not wrong. Going, I'm just not allowed to play.
0: Yeah, so. something's not right there. Yeah, I highly right. doubt that we're going to hear today. I mean, you want to hear it, but yeah. I doubt that all of a sudden on well, Saturday, you know what? He's good. Yeah, he hasn't I, practiced. No, no way. So, is playing. I'm assuming Tyrod Taylor's there. I'm assuming the Giants, again, will try to do what they do. They'll try to run the football with Saquon Barkley. They'll meet resistance. They'll try to – Tyrod Taylor's showing you Jalen Hyatt. They're going to try to take a shot here and there. This is ugly. And because it's ugly, I think it does favor the Giants a little bit because I think the Jets are a little too overconfident right now. I think they feel like they found something that you know was unlocked. They've opened up Pandora's box. Right. Slow down. Slow down. Right. You're not that good. And you really, what did you find? You found that teams didn't take you as seriously as they probably should. You played good defense, and you got lucky that the Eagles didn't take the breaks that you tried to give them. Let's be fair. I think the Jets are better than the Giants, but I like the Giants in a weird gut way to win this game. So give me the Giants plus the three against the Jets.
1: Okay, Uh, I'll do it quickly then. I already uh, told the people, but I'll give uh, the Giant one later. I'm actually opposite of you. I'm taking a lot of dogs here. Excuse me, I'm still coughing. Um, first game, I'm gonna take Washington plus seven home against the Eagles. And I like to look at schedules ahead too. That's a big theme of mine. They got the Cowboys and the Chiefs coming up the next couple weeks. They just had that great performance against uh Miami. Washington played them tough the first time. Sometimes matchups like you could look at this game and go, oh, they're not going to look past Washington because the game was so close last time. They're aware. I think sometimes the games can be close for a reason. I like the matchup here. I think they're pissed off coming off a loss against the Giants. You could see it bubble over in the postgame. I think they're annoyed. I think they know they play the, the Eagles pretty well. Eagles are in that spot where they just coming off a big game. They've got the Cowboys and the Chiefs ahead of them. I just think catching a full touchdown at home for the Washington uh, Commanders I'll take against the Eagles. The other one. I have to do it. I I don't want to do it, but I have to do it. I'm going to take Denver plus 7.5 at home against Kansas City. Kansas City... I've been beat by it twice now, but I keep saying it historically. They do not cover this number against divisional opponents. They just don't. I don't love Denver, but Kansas City, same thing. Something is still not quite right. They've played better. They've won every game except week one against the Lions, but I still don't love the way the offense has played. Denver's looked a little bit better, and they have the Dolphins and Eagles coming up next, Kansas City. I I mean, they'll win this game. They always win this game, but I just think it's going to be within a touchdown. So give me Denver plus seven and a half at home. And now this is the first time I'm dipping into the idea of trying to be a smart gambler and just looking at a line and saying, I don't think this is going to happen at all, but the line seems completely ridiculous to me, so I'm going to try and be a smart guy. I'm going to take Green Bay plus one and a half. Why? Green Bay opened on Tuesday as the favorite in this game against Minnesota after Minnesota beat San Francisco and the quarterback, Kirk Cousins. Pitched a perfect game. He was incredible. They lose to the Broncos, and at home they open up as the favorite. And now they've been bet to one and plus one and a half. I don't know why this number is the way it is. Someone somewhere must know something. The line just is completely fishy to me. I don't understand it, so I'm going to go with it and try and be the smart gambler because I, I everything in my head says the the Minnesota is a better team. They've won three out of the last four. They just beat the Niners. They're playing much better. Why is this? only plus one and a half so I'm gonna take it Green Bay plus one and a half the one the one um, favorite I'm gonna go with is Detroit Monday night against the Raiders minus seven and a half I just think coming off getting absolutely embarrassed they got embarrassed they couldn't stop uh, Baltimore to save their lives it was touchdown touchdown if they played another 10 minutes they could have given up another 30 points like they just could not stop them It was that just a terrible spot for them. This coach is going to be on them. Campbell is going to be on them all week long. They're at home where they play much, much better. Goff in this offense, I know Jimmy G, it looks like and sounds like he's going to be back and playing for the Raiders. I don't care. It's not about that. I think they're going to put up a ton of points. I think they win this game. You know, they could win this game 40 to 21 if Jimmy plays well. I just think they're going to score a ton of points at home against the Raiders coming off that embarrassing performance. So give me Detroit minus seven and a half. And then I talked about in the open of the show, we're up against the break. I think the Giants are going to win this football game. The three things that scare me for the Jets. I mean, we talked Wink Martindale and his defense has been much, much better. The linebackers have been much, much better. Uh, the defensive backs, the young defensive back in Banks has been incredible to, to start his, his rookie campaign. Like, I just like the way the defense is transitioning. I don't like, I don't know if I trust the coach. I certainly don't trust the quarterback, and I don't trust the Jets dealing with any kind of positivity. I mean, they are coming off... Beating the Eagles. They've had a full two weeks to pat themselves on the back about beating the Philadelphia Eagles. Now they've got guys who want trades, quarterback, you know, is he, should he been around the building? I mean, that's kind of a nonsense story, but it's around. Like, I just think, but at the same time, like, the idea of same old Jets. How do they deal with the prosperity of saving their season, galvanizing from losing Aaron Rodgers after four snaps, everybody telling them what a great job it's been just to get back to 3-3. and Now they're playing a team they should win. They're coming off this Eagle victory. Everything seems great in Jetland, and it's just the spot where they lay a freaking egg. So I'm going to go with the Giants plus 3. So Giants plus 3, Washington plus 7. Denver plus seven and a half. Detroit minus seven and a half. And Green Bay plus one and a half because I can't understand it. And I get, I, I, I'm i afraid of things I can't understand. Four o'clock. McMonagle here with you on this Friday morning. We'll come back with my favorite part of the week. It's a little thing we like to call the take a chance parlay. It's where we take three underdogs and parlay them all together. And I've hit it twice. And I think it's mainly because of ABBA. So, Prepare yourself. Whatever you're doing, stop. Tell your friends. Wake people up. When we get done with the update, you are going to hear one of the masterpieces music has ever been provided to our great people as a race, the human race. 877 337
2: I need to stop talking and let Marco do an update because I'm, I'm losing it.